Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 what is happening, my friends? It is another episode of GDP Radio live right here at GDPRadio.com. I had to take that big deep breath, I had to let it all out because we're going to go and we're going to have an awesome show here tonight. Why? Because I'm broadcasting from the DDPY Megaplex right here in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm on the top floor. And uh, tonight, and for tonight only, this place is being renamed from the DDP Radio Megaplex to the DDP Radio Crystal Palace because I have not (laughs) one but not two crystals on board here tonight, and I'm going to give the crystal signal to my, uh, my host, and I, I put it on the spotlight, and I blast it up there. It's a, it's a maple leaf instead of Batman signal. It's a maple leaf, and she should be responding any minute. Crystal Stewart, how are you, my friend? Any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I, I, now all I want is a bat light with a maple leaf on it instead of the Batman signal. Very... That's all I want out of life. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to uh, do this. <laughs> uh, well... Um, from what I have heard, uh, you're a bit chilly up there, but what else is new? Um, a bit. But uh, how is your week? How's things going this week for you? Um, you know, we've got some things that popped up that I'm going to have to deal with over the course of the next couple of weeks um, medically. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty, it's February in Canada. You know, it's snow, it's gross, it's cold, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is, and I know you have all kinds of medical stuff going on because of all the stuff you deal with on a weekly basis, so it means so much more to us because I know it's difficult to muster up the energy to deal with my bullshit every week, so thank you for coming on, (laughs) and every single week, even though sometimes you don't feel so hot, when I don't feel good, the last thing I'd want to do is talk to me, so I I appreciate you guys things out every single week. Uh, Mike, you're really not that bad, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep that. I'm keeping this recording. I'm gonna edit that down. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> and, and and play it when I need it. All right. Well, let's get down to business because we got a full sure. show tonight. But first things first, I did want to talk about this real quick. I saw you put up an awesome little advertisement uh, for the DDPY jack straps. Uh, I have yeah. not tried them yet. 
butts. I know a ton of people are raving about them. And if you head over to gpyoga.com, those things are going to take your workout to the next level. So uh, tell them Mike and Crystal sent you if you head over there. It's a really cool, cool little uh, device that really just, you know, will take you to the next level in your game at the DDPY. Absolutely. 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 And also, I uh, put up a couple weeks ago, I forgot that we have DDP radio shirts, and I was going through some old stuff. And if you go to Pro Wrestling Tees on Diamond Dallas Page's Pro Wrestling Tees page, there we are. It's a DDP radio shirt, the emblem. It's like a Superman logo for DDPY. Uh, <laughs> just warriors. Uh, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com, and if you click on Diamond Dallas Page's profile, you'll see our DDP radio shirt uh, right there. This is the show that him and Robert started way back before podcasts were even a thing, so we represent uh, the uh, over 10 years of DDP radio right there at uh, com, uh, the Diamond Dallas page. So we did that, got some housekeeping, got some stuff down to business, and what we do here best is we don't sell shirts and we don't sell jackstraps. We tell stories, and people's stories inspire other people's stories it's such a cool uh just domino effect because how many times have we had somebody on this show that says oh my god i i'm a success now but when i started so listening to so-and-so's story got me started uh it's one right. of the benefits of what we do here uh share success <laughs> stories and then those success so success stories breed other success stories and uh right now we got a a, a warrior of the week and the Warrior of the Week is picked by Crystal with all kinds of, uh, you know, feedback from the DDPY community. Uh, she has to narrow it down to just the select few because so many people are crushing it. But every week you bring us a killer story. And you don't have to be at the beginning of your game. You don't have to be, the end of, you know, 10 years into this. We pick people from all sorts that are putting in the work and owning their life and just being uh, a great representative for what we do here And Crystal apparently you have gone into the trenches and you have uh, mingled with the people, you have talked to the locals, and you have found us a DDPY success story, warrior of the prestigious, uh, worthy of the prestigious warrior of the week. And uh, can you uh, introduce our guest for me, if you will? Sure, absolutely. So this week, um, our warrior of the week is my friend Crystal Lynn. And we, um, her story is really kind of amazing. It is, you know, you come here and you hear, you know, how everyone is working towards the success. And, I mean, we all want success in whatever we do. But it's when you get knocked down and then get back up that's kind of, you know, a lot of people don't hear those stories. And Crystal has one of those stories. You know, with COVID and the whole nine yards, I mean, it's very interesting to see, you know, what other people are going through in order to succeed. And this is what this week, you know, I'm sure we are going to hear all about. So please welcome my friend, Crystal Lynn. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> we're excited uh, well, welcome. to have you. Welcome to the show. And, um, yeah, we're we're excited to have you, and, and we're looking forward to hearing your story and, and being inspired and, and I know that you have a story. We all have a story and in this DDP radio show we always like to start at the beginning. Uh like we get to know each other on the air. And if we're watching uh a movie or a superhero movie, we gotta have the origin story. If you're a DDP warrior super uh DDPY super warrior 
you got to have an origin story. So what is it that you got you to the place where you decided, I get to try DDPY and make some changes in my life? Where were you at and how did you get here? Oh, gosh. Well, that's kind of long, so I'm going to try to cut it down. Um, it was about, I'd say, 2015 when DDP found me on Twitter. Um, I had just gone through getting uh, all of my dental surgery done and uh, have all on fours. It's, I was the youngest person my dentist has ever treated to do that. Um, uh, it was from neglect from my childhood and went to that stuff later, but uh, basically, at that point in my life, I didn't even actually understand that I was allowed to exist as my own person uh, because of the level of abuse I went through and brainwashing. And he pops up out of nowhere, sees me trying to work through whatever I was working through at the time. And uh, he's like, you know, you should stop talking to yourself like that. <laughs> and I'm sitting here. I was watching The Undertaker that night. I remember this. I was watching some of his old stuff, and then DDP pops up. And I'm like, what does this guy want? <laughs> I feel kind of bad about it now, but it's like I was kind of still on my thing where um, I was, like, into the storylines of wrestling, and I was like, what does this guy want? You know, I'm watching Undertaker. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, you know, what do you mean? What? How am I talking to myself? Like, it was so normal to put myself down. And we started talking and he's like, you know, you don't, you don't seem to understand. You don't have to be the way that you are. Your mother made you to be a certain way. And this isn't being loving towards yourself. And he basically explained to me that like the first person to ever tell me I deserved better than what I was giving myself. And I deserved better than what other people were giving me. And that blew me away because I, I didn't understand what he was talking about because I had been raised to take care of somebody. Like, that's why I was adopted. And to be my own person, to love myself, I was eating bad food. I was talking down to myself. To me, that's what I was taught love was. But apparently he showed me this um, completely different side. And he, he just blew me away, but he couldn't help me at that point he I couldn't do what he wanted because I was used to being told what to do how to do it how long to do it and then somebody would always take it back and say you know what you're you're incompetent so I'm going to do it for you and I literally sat there for two days you guys and waited for him to do that (laughs) I I seriously did I feel so dumb about it now but that's that's what I was taught to do and he was like, no, I, I can't do this for you. And I was like, what do you mean you can't? I was like, I don't understand. Like, I literally can't grasp this. And um, he's like, you know, you need to go to therapy and to work through these issues because that was not normal what you went through. And he's like, I'm, I as a person care about you and I know you deserve better and you can be somebody that you want to be. And uh, he gave me the program through the, the fund that you guys have because I couldn't afford it. And I was in a bad situation at the time. Um, man, then he left me to do it because he couldn't help me one-on-one at that point until I took charge of what I could do. Wow. Yeah, wow, amazing. That's, that's, that's incredible. And, you know, 
I mean, uh, I love the guy. Just, you know, we've known him all these years and stuff. And, and anybody who questions his level of commitment to people, um, that's that's proof in the pudding. You know, I'm one of those cynical people that always thinks there's an angle. And I'm completely uh, continued to be blown away by that guy. And, um, wow, that's it's, it's incredible. And I love how you put that because, you know, when somebody's struggling or suffering, you know, people's first instinct is to, you know, go in there and take care of them. And that is a valid and valuable, you know, message to give somebody and to help people. But sometimes the kind of help we need can't be done for us. And, you know, DDP is one of those people that kind of recognize that if you want to, you know, change and, and true long lasting change, you know, I could go in there and, and coach you for, for seven months and be on your every move and watch everything you eat and you'll lose weight, but that's not a long-term solution. That's babysitting. And yep. what he does is he gives us the tools to do it ourselves. And what an amazing gift to see him, you know, reach out of the blue like that and, and, and come find you. Um, that's very inspiring. And when you were given the program and you've, uh, you know, you've got this opportunity, it's inspiring because you wouldn't have been a success story if you just took the program and threw it in the top drawer and, what about yep. your business? You know, you put in the effort. Now, talk to us about after you got handed the DDPY program. Uh, what was your first uh, first few steps in, in in you know going off with this thing? Well, I did try to do the workouts at first. Um, I <laughs> I tried to skip the mental health work because I was like, oh, what does he know? He he had a better upbringing than I did, and I was talking out of my back end because I didn't know much about him at all. So I, it was like my defense mechanism went up and I tried doing the workouts and I quit after the third workout more than 15 times. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, there's gotta be something else I'm missing. And then I remembered, he was like, why don't you try therapy? Why don't you try rewiring your brain? And um, that was a really long process. It's taken me, uh, I'm on my sixth year of working on complex post-traumatic stress disorder, and I used to have panic attacks that would happen every 15 minutes, every single day, every hour of the day for months, and uh, nightmares, everything, emotional flashbacks, and um, it took a long time to get to the point where I could actually be consistent at something without being forced into it with threats. Uh, or just being told to by authority figures that were uh, deemed acceptable by the person that raised me. So the fact that I uh, I joined the Positively Unstoppable Challenge last year, and the fact that I have done over 250 days in a row of DDP yoga, exercise, healthy eating, um, I've done CPTSD and the uh, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy books every single day since I started in May last year. And uh, it's been a life changer. And I've applied his book, too. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> it took a lot. Um, my my mother, if she didn't deem something acceptable, she would put a stop to it in, in any way she had to. And eating healthy food and exercise were her things that she did not seem, see as acceptable at all. So I grew up actually thinking that apples, uh, celery, uh, whole wheat grains were poison. Like that's literally the level of brainwashing I had. Wow. 
See, was I have a much... over... Sorry, Mike, oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. I was doing... No, I was just wondering, no, was she ahead. overweight? Is that some... Was that something she was trying to, you know, cast onto you? Is, is, you know, sometimes when somebody has a problem and they can't solve it, they want other people to be in the muck with them. Is that one of those situations like that where she had her own weight problem and was trying to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, she was definitely overweight and diabetic. And um, she, I feel bad for her because she thought she deserved no better, but she actually liked doing these things to other people. So she was ruining me on purpose. Wow. That's a hard thing to swallow. Yeah. It's It's an amazing thing when you learn suddenly that, you know, you have the power to change your circumstances. And I really commend you because I know exactly how hard this situation is to pull yourself out of a rut and put yourself. And I mean, a lot of it's blind faith. You are strictly going on blind faith. You're trusting in, you know, yourself and someone else to get you to a place that's much better than where you are. And that's, that's tough. Yeah, it is. And especially because um, I was taught that anything outside of my house would be worse. And uh, to me, I was dared to do this. I mean, you know, honestly, one of the few reasons why I trusted Dallas, I didn't even see anything he had done for a while for other people. It was because of The Undertaker when I was growing up, how I looked at him and his wrestling and his stories that he told. And then I was like, you know what? A wrestler has gotten me to this point and was helpful. I think I might be able to trust this one too. So it was kind of like that connection there. Have you met Mark? Uh, sorry, The Undertaker? No, I haven't. Have you met no. Dallas? No. Um, no, he's talked to me a little bit on Twitter, like I said, um, years ago and then a little bit here and there now, but never like a one-on-one conversation now. You're in for a treat, my dear. Oh, Lord. That's, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, in, it's incredible. Um, you know, we've said this on this show quite a bit, you know, and, and yours seems to be a, a more, you know, advanced version of this because, you know, everyone's got their own mental roadblocks. But you had some serious uh, mental health hurdles that you had to, you know, deal with before getting any of these uh, changes implemented in your life. And the physical changes, uh, they come easy once you get, you know, started. It's usually not the physical stuff that, that blocks people. It's the mental stuff from achieving the physical stuff. And the mental stuff is the hard part. And, you know, anyone can get down on the and do a, uh, a really, you know, down dog or, or what have you. Um, but the thing that doesn't, you know, allow those things to go forward is the mental roadblocks. And we've said this on the road before, uh, show on the floor, you have to get your head right before you get your body right. And, you know, going through therapy and stuff seems to have allowed you to kind of, uh, you know, attempt to put your first few steps on the road to some kind of healing. Uh, and that's a huge hard step you know, making that step is usually the first, is the hardest step. Um, how was it once you started uh, kind of going and facing some of these issues that you were having and how long did it take before you really started to feel like you were getting some momentum? Well, when I first started, I was honestly just doing what I was told. Uh, <laughs> I don't like admitting that to myself, but um, I was good at following orders. 
So that's kind of what I was doing, but I'm glad that I followed his advice. And my, the first therapist really helped me and uh, she didn't stay, unfortunately, because she wanted to have a family and I respected that. Uh, I just, I kept cycling through people and then I realized that a lot of the other therapists and stuff I was talking to, they would just try to shove meds in my face and say, you're broken, you can't fix yourself. And I was like, no, I, I've seen things changing and this, this guy here told me I can do this. And I, I can actually be a person that has their own personality and stuff and I had not done that. I didn't even know who I was. And I didn't have to mirror anybody's actions or thoughts or feelings anymore and I wanted to see who Crystal was so I was like I don't want meds in my face I want I don't want to put a band-aid on a shark bite I want to fix this yep so I was like if you guys aren't going to help me I'm going to do it myself it's so funny that you mentioned that because I was going through I have a bunch of quotes in my workout room and it's aptly called the dungeon. But anyway, um, and one of one of the quotes was, "You can put um, band aids on scars all you want. It doesn't mean that they're going to go away." Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it. Go ahead, Crystal. Oh, sorry. I was like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. The more I was taking the medicine the more I noticed that um, I just wasn't taking care of things. Like I was starting to make progress and I was starting to get frustrated when people would just try to ignore me and shove me off. Like I used to get all the time. So I was like, you know, I'm going to start pushing through this myself. And uh, Dallas actually had reached out to me uh, about a year later after I started going to therapy. Cause I told him I was, and he was like, you throw that, you throw those anxiety pills and stuff away. You don't need that. He's like, get your food, right. Get your environment, right. And that's going to help a lot. And uh, it's funny that he said that because I actually found out I was uh, vitamin deficient from all the years I didn't get any healthy food at all. And that's why I was having all those panic attacks, like, for years. And so I started eating, like, more B6, more zinc, more iron. And uh, now I maybe have a panic attack once or twice a month for a few minutes. And I have a toolkit I made that... I can handle it, and I don't need meds anymore most of the time. That's amazing. Wow. Well, that was incredible. Um, you know, there, there's so many studies out there, you know, that, that link food and, and, and health and, and just getting on the mat. Like, you know, I cannot stress enough how when things are stressful or, or you're depressed or upset, you know, there's some people that need medication. Like, yeah, that's a real thing, and, and, and you know, if mm-hmm. you're being – uh, helps by medication, by all means, you should do so. But I feel like, you know, so much of stress can be sweated out of you on the mat, too. I've never left uh, a workout feeling worse about myself. It's one of those things that I, when I first started, especially, when you first start doing DPY and you hit the mat and, and you let that effort out, you get almost a high off of that, like oh, you like a drug. Like I'm, if I could bottle it and, and drink it, I would. You know, you get that post- wide buzz and there's so much uh, validity to leaving the stress on the mat because it really is something that's incredibly helpful um, and when you're dealing with these with all of this and you're starting to make progress here uh, how do you kind of get yourself into a rhythm you know being labeled broken is something that's probably hard to transition out of 
um, how did you kind of start putting your mindset in a place where you stopped thinking yourself as broken and started thinking yourself as a, a project or a priority uh, and someone worth saving and healing? Well, that took a while. Uh, that took until actually right before the last challenge started in 2020. Um, I had gotten COVID and I had lost, uh, I had finally gotten a home of my own, uh, a job I loved. I was away from everything bad. I finally got away from it. And then in the course of six months, I lost that job. I lost the love of my life. I lost the apartment. I started a business, then lost that, then got COVID and had to, uh, go through cancer. And, <laughs> and, uh, then I ended back to square one where I'm at right now. Um, well, not really square one. There's a lot of stuff that's better, but square one as in like, I don't have work. I don't have my own place. Um, you know, I, I am getting anxious because I keep getting sick over and over again and I'm not used to being sick. So this is like kind of making me upset because I lost 40 pounds and uh, I was technically not even supposed to lose weight because of how my body was reacting to treatments, and I was supposed to gain 75. So my doctor was like, that's a miracle that you even lost weight. <laughs> and, uh, but my, di- my digestive system is kind of wrecked. Uh, my body is preferring to build fat rather than burn fat. So uh, this is just like a really long ongoing process. And I don't know why it hit me after I got sick, but I think I was like almost not here twice last year. And it just like during those times, I think it was the first time it kind of hit me like, I don't, I don't want to end like this. I was like, who is Crystal? Who, what does she want? Who, who is she? Where does she want to go? Where can she find her joy? And I was like, <sighs> I'm going to fight for this. Wow. That's a, that's a hard process. Yeah, Very. no kidding. The hard questions to, you know, ask yourself and, you know, those are the questions that keep you up at night, you know, when you're laying there. And, uh, you know, those are tough questions. Um, but the problem, the, the thing is, is they're uh, probably questions that aren't going to be answered until you find them. And I've always found that finding out who my, you know, who I am isn't about deciding who I am. It's about discovering. And I guess the best thing you can do is, you know, live a live as as good of a life as you can for yourself and you find it along the way. You know, you kind of find what you're good at, find what you enjoy, what you like, what you don't like. And in the process, there's, there's a discovery and it's a tough process. And those questions, uh, you know, are, are actually questions that most of us always uh, end up asking ourselves at some point. Um, but they're very difficult. And I know that COVID has been hard for so many people and, you know, I just I'd like to say to you that your your circumstances are unique, but your self doubt and your you know head speak isn't. There's so many of us going through the same thing, especially during this hardship. And if anything, I think we should all, especially here in the DDPY community, we should be talking to each other. We should be discussing things. We should be throwing things off each other because a lot of people are in the same boat, and a lot of people aren't willing to admit they're in the same boat. You know, there's this culture right. on. Facebook of, you know, everything's hashtag blessed or everything's awesome. And there's people struggling and you don't feel like you're alone. And I think there's a lot of resources here in the community uh, that are, are feeling it too. So definitely reach out if you're, if you're having this, you know, difficulties in the community. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like anybody that's listening, please reach out to the community because they, um, I usually, well, I used to binge. I can't, I got to watch my vocabulary because I was so used to saying usually binge, but I used to binge a lot. And I had a, a long period of time between March and August where I didn't do that. And then I caved and uh, the community picked me right back up. They're like, don't you quit? Don't you, don't you stop yours? You, you help so many people. You help them want to stay on the planet. And I'm like, me? Why, why am I making people want to stick around? <laughs> why am I inspiring? I'm just me. And um, they, they gave me advice. They gave me tips. Uh, one of the instructor, Travis, um, I don't know how to Mahap. pronounce his last name. How, how do you Mahap. say it? Yes, Mahap. yes. Um, yeah, he gave me hours of his time for free and helped me through my workouts to teach me dynamic resistance properly, to correct my form, uh, to help me with my mental health. He listened to my whole story from start to finish without interrupting me once and just like he was just taking it all in. And uh, I also have something called Meniere's disease and it's like an inner ear disorder where there's like fluid in your ears and it causes like random vertigo, random imbalance. Um, It... uh, that loud ringing in your ears. I have lots of hearing a lot. And he helped me through that so that now I can do my workouts and not fall over, not be dizzy, not lose my hearing uh, when I bend over. It's, it's been amazing. And doing DDP yoga every day has actually helped with that a lot and cleaning up my diet. So that's amazing. The community picks you up. There's, there's something that I, I have a very twisted story um, and there's a lot of hurt in my story and it's not something that I um, share. I, I just don't, I keep it to myself, but for the most part, there is from one crystal to another crystal. I need to tell you something. So you are always going to be possible. You are more than you ever think that you are you're never as stuck as you think you are. You're never alone. We're always here. And you know my email address. So if you need it, I might understand a little more than anyone might understand as well. So, you know, the offer is there. But I just want you to know you're not alone. Oh, thank you. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, don't cry. <laughs> oh, that's that's nice. nice. You know what, though? In there's Sorry, Mike. There's this thing that I was taught a long time ago when I was going through some stuff, and I was in a really dark spot. And I had, I came across somebody who was from the Orient, and they had said, do you know what we do in the Orient? When something is broken and it's of value to, you know, those around you, whoever it may be, Um, We don't throw it out. We don't throw anything out. We mend it with gold. And that really changed how I thought about my brokenness. I wasn't broken, or I may have been hurt, but I've mended myself with gold. Wow. That's that's good imagery. So I'm not... 
right? I'm not worth it. I can still do everything a vase does because I've been mended with gold. I'm not broken. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know, I I appreciate that, Crystal. It's a a really valuable, uh, you know, uh, advice. You know, we all got shit. We all got something, some of us more extreme than others. And, uh, you know, we're all valuable at some point. And I think that's, you know, in the past few years, a lot of us, uh, you know, a lot of people in general, you know, either, you know, cast people off or I don't talk to them anymore because of this. I don't talk to them. And, you know, we all get stuff and everyone's worth, everyone's worth a fighting chance. Even, you know, friends, friends that you don't talk to because of your politics or anything BS that happened, everyone deserves a a shot at redemption, a shot at, you know, at a a second chance. And, And sometimes, you know, that second chance needs to come from within. And it needs to be us granting ourselves that second chance because the worst place you can be is a place without hope. And once you deem yourself worthy of a fighting shot, that's where things can start to turn around. And like you said, Crystal, uh, mending yourself with gold. And like you said, uh, other Crystal, (laughs) you know, just (laughs) allowing yourself, (laughs) you're going to get me confused here. Uh, Allowing yourself (laughs) to view yourself as worthy enough for the fight uh, and that's extremely valuable and it's a beautiful lesson to be learned you guys even sound alike so it's really throwing me off by the way <laughs> there, there's a thing too and I mean it's just when you break down a word see I spend a lot of time going over a lot of stuff you know and over the years you know everyone says you need to be more forgiving and I thought about that for a really long time and I have a father who is a PhD in psychology so when I get really hung up I run it by him and he said the art of forgiving anyone means that yes you forgive someone else but it's forgiving you you have to have that in you and you have to be able to give that to yourself that's true yeah, yeah it's Very it's really so. hard to do it is hard to do didn't say it was easy it it's it is hard especially when you know you are running everything up against the flag of so you know self-worth or deservingness or you know I wish things were different I mean once you get rid of all of that and just realize you are who you are and you deserve the changes that you need to make in order for you to be whole I mean, things will change. I mean, where you are now is not where you're always going to be. I think that's really important to know. I For anybody to know. And, you yeah, know, definitely. on the other side, on the other side of this COVID thing, you know, it's been very difficult, the isolation of it all and just the uncertainty of it all. Um, hopefully we're getting close to the other side of things. And, um, now we're we're here, and you've hit a little bit of a, a rough patch with you know your your business and you know your your, your situation at home. Um, where are you at now? Do you foresee uh, a time where uh, this COVID and this isolation ends, and you can pull yourself back up, or are you struggling? Kind of, uh, are you struggling to see behind the uh, the, the wall of all of this? 
Um, you know, because of the work I did on how I react to things and just like how I process information that comes in now and memories, most days I don't have much of a problem seeing past, you know, when this is over and, you know, coming out on the other side of it. But at the same time, um, I, I know that I'm the kind of person now that can find joy in any circumstances that I'm in. That's something that nobody else can take from me. And, uh, so I can find ways to have some kind of prosperity during this time and to find work and to find housing. And I'm going to find a way I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm going to find a way. Uh, no, and, I, I, that's important. Yeah. yeah, definitely. No, I, I love that attitude. Now let me tell you something. Um, in my life, I was an obsessive pre-planner. Um, if I oh, didn't yeah. pre-plan, it seemed irresponsible. It seemed like I wasn't right. And I realized that that kind of uh, thought process, while at times useful, all the time is maddening. Um, you're here. We're here. There's no way back, and I can't fast forward. And my kind of uh, way that I look at things now is I'm in this moment. What can I do at this moment? Like, what is possible for me to do? And then once I do that, what's the next step? The next step will appear because when you put yourself on a path of pre-planning, it just, it, the second uh, de- the plan deviates, I crumbled. So I think that's such an important place. You need to be able to be content in the moment with what you have available to you. Think about the future, but don't, you know, map it out to a point where any deviation will, will, you know, destroy any kind of uh, forward motion. Uh, and I love that attitude you have where you're saying I'm here I'm looking to the future, but I will find a way because that's, you know, that's the rational, reasonable way to look at this. And it's a way to deal with it without having things just go insane (laughs) and uh, just be maddening. Um, So I love the way you look at that. I love your optimism. And I see a point where, uh, especially with your attitude, the way you've been, uh, you know, with therapy and all this stuff, I see a way where, uh, you're going to come out the the other side of this better than you came in. And that kind of attitude of finding a way is going to be really useful. So uh, it's inspiring to hear you talk like that. And it's a great lesson to learn that no matter how many times you get knocked down, you hear that all the time. There's always a way. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is. I, I got knocked down a lot and, you know, I'm, I have issues with my joints still where it makes the, you know, the program difficult. And then I had to like incorporate other things in to help my joints. So the physical stuff for me was just like, uh, it was kind of holding me back, but yeah, it was primarily mental. And I definitely learned to love my process of rebuilding my foundation over and over again. Uh, I just see it as updating my blueprints, you know, who can argue with nice blueprints, you know, you can, reset yourself, you have a good foundation. Um, you know, if, if you don't have a foundation, which is what I tried to ignore the majority of the time, uh, you're not going to get anywhere. You really won't. And so I had to focus on what was hurting me the most and what was holding me back. And one of the biggest realizations I had was Dallas didn't give me my life back. He gave me a life period because with his program, like I said, the inner ear issue with vertigo happening, swinging objects would throw me into a fit and I'd fall on the floor dizzy and I'd be having a panic attack. I can now walk through grocery stores or outside and nothing bothers me. No triggers. 
You know, I, I don't stumble when I walk. I don't lose my hearing. I don't start my day without my hearing. <laughs> like he, he gave me this part of my life, you know, and wrestling might have saved my life up to that point, but I was just surviving. I didn't realize I could be myself. I, I didn't wow. know I was a person. Wow. I, I've, been, I've been around DDP enough to know his answer to this. And I guarantee you, if you told him that, he would say, I gave you a program. I gave you a set of DVDs. You put in the work and got your life back. Yep. Because I've heard him say that before, and that's something to be really proud of. He gave you a roadmap to get there, but you put in that work, and that's a lot of hard work. And chipping away at the physical and especially what seems to be a very traumatic mental side of things, too, that's really hard work, and you put in a lot of work for that, and that's to be commended. It's, it's inspiring, and it's just, you know, it's motivating because you put in a lot of hard, hard effort to get where you are. And uh, I'm sure that's what DDP would say if he was talking to you right now. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I mean, like I said, I don't really know him that well, but – the fact that he saw somebody like me as a person and somebody that deserved to love himself and, and to have better relationships, um, especially coming from a wrestler because I <laughs> haven't had the best experiences with wrestlers all the time, but uh, just like how he put things and how easily accessible he made everything to work through step-by-step step at first. Um, I just, I can't, really thank him enough for showing me that I could think on my own and feel on my own and to experience life on my own. That's, that's something that I know everyone says I was putting the work in, but like he put the work in first, you know, and he took a leap of faith on me and nobody had ever done that before. They thought I was a piece of garbage that should just mirror my mother's feelings and take care of her for the rest of my life. They literally told me they couldn't love me. They wouldn't. My whole life was a lie up to that point. And he comes in and is genuine from the start and says, I don't care about what your stupid family says. They were dumb for not loving you. People do care about you. I love Dallas. Yeah, I do too. Like, I wish I could give him a hug, but I don't want to get him sick. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an incredible story. Um, uh, we have a, 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 a few more minutes here to go, but I want to ask you real quick, too. Uh, obviously, we can't think too far ahead, especially in the world we live in right now. So much uncertainty, so much going on right now. But, you know, next year, two years from now, is there something specific that you want to see yourself either do, be, or attempt, or anything like that? Is there a goal that you could find yourself uh, in an ideal situation achieving in the next couple of years that you may want to share? Um, yeah, well, like I said earlier, I can find joy anywhere I go, but I do have like a direction that I want. And um, a part of it is I want to cook in that DDP yoga kitchen because I'm obsessed with the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Sean, you can kind of like move over a tiny bit and I can get in there and, you know, I'm Italian. I need the kitchen. So I do want to get in there and cook and make recipes for the app and stuff. And as much as I would love to work for his company and get in there, I know I can't rely on other people for my goals. Like that's just kind of unrealistic. So that's like kind of something I want, but really 
I want to be in college for nutrition and uh, therapy. I want to double major in those. And I also want to teach DDP yoga. Um, I want all three of those to be for my clients because if you don't have all of those things, um, you, you don't have a good foundation. And I don't want them to have to find out the hard way that you should have been eating better, that you can't outwork a bad diet, that your mental health, you know, you can't keep avoiding stuff because that's sometimes that can be a huge contributing factor to why you treat yourself badly and eat badly. So I, I want to make sure that I can help them start healing as soon as possible. And uh, that's where I want to see myself in college, working, having my own place um, and getting to where I can help people like that, because that's really where my happiest point is. I believe in you. I know you can do it. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I love that. Crystal Stewart, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna yes. to get the correct <laughs> label here. Um, no. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to steal it from you, but I'm going to encourage it there. You've been asking a question uh, quite a bit before the holidays and stuff. That was uh, kind of one of your signature questions. And I'd love for you to ask that to uh, Crystal Lynn uh, about sure. your new self and old self, because I think that would be a fascinating look. Somebody who was, you know, dealing with someone's, uh, you know, mental trauma and stuff. And I'd love you to ask that question of her to see where she'd be. Yeah, sure. So, Crystal, the question is, it's a question that was always posed to me during even some of my most darkest times. What would your new self or what would your old self say to your new self? Uh, either one of those? Yep. Either way. Mm. It runs both ways. Honestly, I would say that first I'm sorry for not being there for myself, um, for not understanding how to love myself. And uh, that was wrong of me not to do. Uh, Regardless of my upbringing, I I should have been more responsible for how I acted and um, not to insult myself or anything, but I deserve way more. And I'm sorry I couldn't protect me in the way I needed that I chose the fat suit that I put myself in to protect myself rather than uh, getting away. Um, so I am sorry about that, but thank you for grasping the undertaker story when you were young and not ending it. I wasn't even five. And uh, Randy Savage, Randy Savage was saying something along the lines of, Undertaker surrounds himself with so much darkness, and yet he brings light into so many people's lives. And I was a smart kid. I understood metaphor, and I saw darkness, and I saw all these people beating him up and taking his urn, and he had to find power outside of him, outside of that object. He had to find it within other people and himself. And I thought, I was sitting there with mothballs in my hand. Um, And I was like, you know what, if he can achieve his dreams and he can make people happy and be happy himself no matter how many times he gets beat up or insulted or put down I can too maybe I can too so I I thank you for putting those things down and moving forward and thank you for letting wrestling into your life because (laughs) you were even stubborn at that point and you put the Barbie dolls down and you snuck downstairs every night avoiding all the creeks on the steps because you knew where they were. (laughs) 
I'm a pattern speaker. I know where all that stuff is. (laughs) And you watched your wrestling tapes. Thank you for being that sneaky little girl and embracing something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's incredible. That's 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 so powerful. I don't even know what to say. That's powerful. I, you saw way more in that than I did, which which just shows how deep <laughs> of a thinker you are. You know, I just watched the Undertaker's yeah. urn got stolen and got mad, but the fact that you were able to have all this self awareness so young and to put that simple wrestling storyline into such a beautiful context that's it's incredible. Uh, thank you for that. That's that was powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. And. Uh, wow. I can't wait to see what is next for you. And I hope you'll come back and share with us uh, how things are going and update in the future. Uh, you know, your, that story is, is an ugly past. It's an ugly uh, burden to carry. Um, but I think you're going to do incredible things with it. And I, I think that the future is definitely bright and something you're going to carry that trauma and, and help a lot of people with your uh, past so I appreciate that. Oh, thank you very much for the kind words. I um, I know some of my story or a lot of it is hard to hear, and I've moved past a lot of things now. But um, thank you for asking that last question because I I had wanted to say thank you to myself for a while, and I actually couldn't do it until just now. I was like starting to get tongue tied, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to react that way to this anymore. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. um, Who you are is not always reflective of who you were. Right. That's really important to know. It's also really important to know that one of the most beautiful flowers in the world grows out of mud. Right? It's a lily. It's, It's beautiful. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of the most gorgeous things in the world. But nobody sees that at the time. They just see a big pile of mud. So always strive towards the sunshine because really it's there. You just need time to grow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, that's why I appreciate everything in my life, even if it's bad. You know, it, it does help me grow and it sucks to go through, but it's like I could either dwell on this for another 20 years and mistreat myself again or... I could not throw away my hard work and what Dallas gave to me because I take every piece of advice and uh, I could just move forward and just change how I react to it. I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> very much so. I, I love it. That's it's such it's wow. So what a powerful show. I appreciate you coming on with us and I can't wait to get an update from you. Thank you for, for sharing and being so open. A lot of the stuff is hard to, to listen to, but it's even harder to, to talk about, you know, and uh, I said it earlier, but, uh, you know, nobody deserves to go through what you went through, but you're going to do something beautiful with it. And I can tell you, I can tell by hearing you speak, you're going to, you're going to change a lot of lives. So thank you so much for coming on with us uh, and taking the time to talk so honestly, and, and it's very powerful. So thank you. And we hope to uh, have you on again soon and, and, uh, and check up with you and see how things are going. All right. Thank you both so much. And thank you so much for doing the show every week. Thank you for, you know, I know it's not easy listening to everything and, um, you know, some of the stories are hard and this is a lot of hard work and you both aren't feeling well sometimes, but I greatly appreciate both of you. Like you bring me a lot of happiness Uh, every week. 
Thank you. I just want to leave you with that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate it, and and we're excited. If anyone wants to, uh, do you have any kind of websites or anything for your, uh, any coaching or anything you're going to be doing? Do you have any uh, links you want to share, send people your way? Uh, You know, I have been working on a podcast, and I've been doing my YouTube channel since last year and stuff. Um, Let's see, what is my Instagram handle? (laughs) I think it's My Brave Change. Um, And if you go to the Instagram page, there is a link in the bio, and that has every single link I'm at. It's the podcast, YouTube, my Facebook, everything. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working from that for right now. I love it. I love it. Well, congratulations on all the uh, the progress, and I, uh, there's lots more to come, and I'm excited. And if you have a chance, check out Crystal Lynn's uh, YouTube and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, incredible story, and uh, thank you again so much uh, for coming on with us. And thank you. To, oh, thank you um, very much. So, uh, Crystal Stewart, I'm gonna get all <laughs> bothered now. Uh, you always end the show with an awesome quote, and we heard quite a few of them, so you're going to have to top yourself. you got to go down into the dungeon, which I'm starting to think this dungeon is just Crystal has a bunch of people chained up writing quotes for her. Like, that's where that, that dungeon yeah, is. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> staff writers just writing quotes, but uh, you're going to have to give us a good one to tie up this uh, this episode because this has been a special one. Um, It is a special one. So I picked this out long before we talked to Crystal, but it's fitting nonetheless. It's short and sweet. Slow progress is better than no progress. I love it. I love it. We'll take that quote and take this story from this week, this uh, Warrior of the Week, and uh, what a worthy story it is. Crystal Lynn, thank you so much. Crystal Stewart, thank you so much. Keep warm. Thank you. And Crystal Stewart, I'll say, uh, Crystal Lynn, I'll say keep because you're in Texas. You guys are like the bizarro <laughs> world crystal. Like one's in Canada, one's in Texas. Uh, it's uh you have to meet in the middle somewhere in like Kansas or something. <laughs> but You uh, know, <laughs> your whole your whole confusion is really making us girls happy. Just <laughs> Well, I've 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 survived the Crystal Palace. Until next week, we'll be back with a brand new uh, episode of DDP Radio. And uh, you know uh, when Superman was drained by the uh, what was it the, uh, the what is it his uh, kryptonite? I think I've, uh, I've I've been drained of crystal crystallite, and I'm going to have to uh, take a nap after this because the confusion is killing me. But I appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next week. This is a brand new episode of GDP Radio Live at GDPRadio.com. Thank you, guys. We'll we'll see you soon. And uh, remember, uh, own your life, keep working hard, moving forward, and uh, you're worth it. I think that's the uh, the uh, takeaway from today is no matter who you are, what you've been through, you're worth it. So treat yourself yeah. like you're worth it. We'll see you guys soon. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.